Bush and Richie with your daily takeaway. Um, can I run something past you? Tell me whether you think I'm overreacting here. Okay. Uh, after the show today, uh, I, I'm heading home, uh, but I've got to ring my wife's mate to pick me up from the station. Oh, what's going on this evening? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing as exciting as you're thinking. <laughs> no, they're going out tonight, uh, but of course they can't go out until I get home. So I've been wow. told to get off one train station early so that she can pick me up to get me home earlier than if I'd gone to the normal train station and then walk home so that they can wow. basically dump me at home and then leave to go out together. It, it, it's just giving me the vibes of inconvenience. Well, I mean, I've never seen some people so keen to get on it. <laughs> you know, they'd actually get you off the train and race you back to the house. <laughs> yeah. It's like race across the world. So let's just get this correct in my head. Yep. You're on the way back on the train. Yes. Then your other half's mate is yes. going to pick you up at, at a train station yeah. and then race the train home almost, going to drop you back at the house. Then your other half's going to get in the car with her and they're going back out somewhere. Yes, it'll be, be like watching out of the window to uh, to see me pull up on the driveway to then just leave, you know, bolt out of Bundled the Bundled out of the car. Yeah. I've left the oven on for you. That's mad. Not, not that she's northern. Here, <laughs> <laughs> go on. Sit yourself down. I've left the oven on for you. So, uh, and you say inconvenience. What, what, what's the thing that's irking you the most? Well, I, I, ju I just feel that it, it, it feels like it's kind of like, oh, we can't go home until he's home. Yeah. So, oh, let's just get him home earlier and then, then we can go out. I just feel you're, like I'm the inconvenience. You're being couriered in many ways. You're like, a, you're like, a, like a, a, a parcel that they're trying to get back. And if that's the case, then that actually makes me feel more... More important. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Now, of course, I wore lucky Arsenal socks yesterday. We were speaking about them on the show. Lucky items of clothing. I wore them on purpose for the Radio Awards last night because yeah. they have been something that I've worn to a lot of football matches this season and Arsenal have had a good season. And, of course, last night they had a good game. They beat Chelsea 3-1. Didn't get to watch it myself because I was watching us not win an award <laughs> for the home time show. But we did say on this show that there would be a burning ceremony of my lucky socks if they didn't work last night. If it was lose-lose, we are going to burn them, and obviously it's not going to happen now. And I, I was kind of slightly looking forward to that. Imagine that. I mean, yeah, we didn't win the award, but yeah. get this one on the tape for next year. We burn your socks live. It's not going to happen now, so that's a shame. No, but you had your fun last night. You had your fun last night when you and I were made to pose for some photographs. It was the most amazing moment ever. Uh, I feel quite bad now because we, we gave out one of the awards. We did, yeah. Can't remember the category, nope. but the guys who won it, lovely chaps, we had to go around the back and have a photograph taken with them. Yeah. And it was a bit of a weird situation. It was for the Radio Times. Mm. So those two guys who won were sat on stools in yeah. front of us, and then we were behind them, a little bit like their parents. Yes. I don't, I don't think they knew who the hell we were. No. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, Richie, there was a problem because you, you were kind of peeking out the top of the guy that was uh, in front of you. I mean, I'll say, I'll say right now, I'm, I'm not and have never been the tallest man. You're quite a short fella. and I, uh, I've never been the tallest <laughs> man. That's how we're going to brand it. And then one of the girls that was taking the photographs pulled out, and this, is, this has made my year, she came from around the back of where they got their kit and she had a box for him to stand on. <laughs> Still a, on a box. A photographer's box. <laughs> and quicker than a sprinter goes when the starting gun goes off, he whips out his phone, takes a picture, shoulders going, sniggering away like a school kid That's in assembly, someone who's dropped their guts in front. You were loving life. I, look, we didn't win the award, but that for me was, was better than any awards. <laughs> Just uh, getting a photo of you stood on a box. If, you, if you're on Twitter, at Absolute Radio, I think our producer Adam has posted it, have a little, little now, it's brilliant. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> 
Hey, I was thinking, that box was pretty handy. That is portable. Well, yeah, we have a lot I, of photos to take. <laughs> if somebody could invent a box that was telescopic enough for me to whip out of my pocket and st yeah. stand on in photos, I think they could be into something. I think they've invented it. It's called a heel. <laughs> I am. I, I, I'm not taking the Mickey. Honestly, it was just. It was just a, one of the best nights of my life. Anything that you need assistance for day to day, I could do with a box. Well, do you know what? Weirdly, I, my back, thank God, is is okay now. You know, obviously banging on about it, I ended up having this sciatica thing for like five months in the end. It was a nightmare from playing football. Um, I had a corset for a bit. <laughs> Never you, said that, did you? You would have never known I was wearing you it. You never told me about that. I it, wouldn't feel so bad about the box. I had, a, I had a, the corset thing to like keep my back kind of straight for ages. Weirdly enough, I believe JFK used to wear one of these. Really? Because he had terrible back pain wow. problems as well. And it was amazing. And it, and it tucked things in a little bit as well. I really could do with it. <laughs> it's going to come out somewhere, though. Uh, thank you to Paul Mellon. Cracking name. He's tweeted the show and he's sent in a uh, product that you might be interested in, Richie. It's a, it's a collapsible stand. You know, we were saying you should take that box with you. Yeah. He says, uh, I've seen a few photographers use these at football, but they could be used to stand on. And it's only 11 quid. Oh, that's fantastic. That's a bonus. So, you know, the height problem is a thing of the past. So, telescopic thing, and it just falls out, and off you go. And then you bang it back down together again, stick it in your backpack, and oh, off. Oh, wonderful. Like a little hobbit, off you go. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> Sorry. Michelle, what is it that you need assistance with? Well, when I was on the weakest link, being a shorty as well, I had to stand on three risers because... Back then, they had the, um, the camera on one of their long boom things, and they didn't want it going up and down, so they wanted people to be of a, a similar height, and I was the only person that had to stand on these prizes. <laughs> so, you had th so Richie had one box last night. You're, you're, you're on yeah. three boxes. I am, yes. And so I was wearing heels as well. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Precarious. So what happens at the end? Because yeah. I take it you didn't win, but because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, in the weakest link, once you were out, you then had to just sit down behind your thing. So was your, was your chair yeah. on a riser as well? No, you don't. St you stand, you see. You don't You don't sit down on the weakest link. So, oh, uh, so if you'd have been yeah. on 15 to 1, you might have gone for a, a Burton <laughs> off the back there with that high up. Well, yeah, that's it. You see, that's why I was... Because I went on the chase as well, but I was all right there because we had chairs, so it didn't matter, so... <laughs> uh, Nick said, I've had to ditch trainers uh, for adult walking shoes instead to help with my bunion. Oh, dear. I'm only 52. It's all gone wrong, though, as I've ended up super-gluing a sock to my foot after trying to fix a slipping insole in said shoes. I think it's end of days, mate. It's a one-way slope, isn't it? The Daily Takeaway. Daily Thank you for all the height support that has literally come in height over support. the last 45 minutes. What about, uh, we don't want to dwell on it, but you remember Tom Cruise has got them shoes, yeah. hasn't he? They're like quite big. They yeah. look like um, they look like normal shoes, but when you properly look at them, there's a few there's a few flaws on it, like an NCP car park. Yes. <laughs> what about a pair of them? Well, I think you could be onto something here, because Lisa's tweeted, says, both me and my husband would need the step that you were given. We are used to being short after living in the Netherlands, where everyone appears to be giants. Really? Now, if you think about the Netherlands, of course, you've got your clog. Now... All right, so they're all wearing them over there, Well, they must they? all be wearing them to be tall <laughs> to make Lisa feel small. That's, that's all I can take away. What is your clog if it's not sort of a reinforced shoe? Uh, so if you'd like to ask Richie Firth, the cultural attaché to the European Union, any other questions, do get in touch. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Um, uh, just some clarification. The Dutch is the tallest nation in the world. Average height, uh, 182 centimetres. So, so they don't need go. the clogs that you so were talking about a minute ago. they don't need the clogs, so I got that wrong. Uh, and uh, Dee says... Uh, 
uh, I go around with a grabber stick uh, to reach things off the top shelves of cupboards. I might have to get one of them. Do you know what? Uh, we used to live in an old people's home when I was a kid, and quite a lot of the old ladies in there had grabber sticks, and mm-hmm. that's one of the main reasons I'm looking forward to getting old. <laughs> Just having one of them. But I'm not going to buy a normal like one that's got like a pincer. I want to get one that's got a collapsible hand on it, yes. like the robot one you used to get yes. when you were a kid. Can't wait to be old. This is the Daily Takeaway. I've been doing something really weird with a lemon every day for the past two months. I don't know what started it or why I started doing this, but this is honestly true. Every single day, I've been squeezing a lemon into mm-hmm. a, into a glass mm-hmm. and then drinking it, pips and all, and just having it every is single that, day. Is that even possible? I've, I've been buying lemons by the bag load. If you, if you follow me on Instagram, Andy Bush Radio, uh, I've been went out with my little daughter Stella this morning, bought some more lemons, and here's the thing, right? I've been drinking a lemon a day now for two months and I've avoided all the coughs and colds and sneezes that the girls have had. I've been drinking a lemon a day. <laughs> That's it's, not a phrase I thought I'd hear you say. It's, it's become a ritual for me. Do you know what I mean? It's wow. become a thing that I have to do now every day. So can I ask a question? Do you sweeten it at all? I don't add anything to it. I don't add any water to it or anything like that. I so just drink it. So nothing taken out, so all the pips are going down your gullet. Yep. You're not even adding like a sprinkle of... Uh, sugar or a bit of honey to it. It's not pancake day. Wow. This is it. Uh, do you know what I think? When it kind of dawned on me, uh, I, uh, kids go through a stage of eating lemons. Do you remember? I don't know if you're yeah. like Rocco used to eat a lemon. Like, and then obviously you grow up and think, no, you can't eat lemons. It's madness. And I, I think our youngest, Stella, was started sucking a lemon when we were at like an Italian uh, restaurant. And I thought, do you know what? There's something in that. And I don't know why I don't do it anymore, so I've been having them ever since. And it's become it's become a thing. Uh, I've I put it on Twitter, and I'm getting quite a bit of stick about it. No, I, I feel like, um, what's the guy who turned up in the shell suit on Wogan? David Icke. Oh, David Icke. Uh, <laughs> Nigel says, are you on the HMS Victory trying to combat scurvy? <laughs> but uh, that's not fair. Like, if, you, if you've got something in your life that is like a daily ritual that you do, for whatever reason, share it in this hour of the I show. In fairness to you, I can't remember the last time you were ill. I- I'm on a good roll. You are on a good roll. You've cursed speed. myself yeah, now. But... <laughs> I've cursed myself now. Is there anything that you do on a daily basis, like a little ritual thing? That makes you feel a bit better? Well, well, when I stop and think about it, I've had the same breakfast every day for about four years now. Like lucky breakfast? Well, I wouldn't say it's lucky. <laughs> but oh, yeah, we didn't win last night. No, no, no. What do you have? What's your thing? Uh, a fistful of granola. Phew. Okay, wonder where that was going for a second then. <laughs> Should we leave that there? <laughs> <laughs> do you want the rest of the recipe? Go on, or not? Go, yeah, don't leave us hanging. Actually, I tell you what. It's a bit dry, actually, isn't it? Really? Just a f- I like that. Let's leave it hanging. We'll play a song, get back to the other half of the this breakfast. This is going to be the worst payoff in four minutes' time. Hey, look, we didn't win the award last night. Let's rinse this. 8, 12, 15, <laughs> if you've got a weird ritual, we'll find out what the other bit of his breakfast is next. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Fistful of granola. Yeah. <laughs> two dessert spoons of yoghurt. Okay. Three strawberries. Ooh. Fistful of blueberries. Squirt syrup. Wow, it's like a party every morning for you. Yeah, I love it. That is Richie's routine. We're talking about little routines here on the Home Time Show tonight that you do little rituals. I uh, squeeze a lemon and drink it every single day. <laughs> I think we're losing it today a little bit. Uh, uh, Adrian, the Swedish, said that he, he has crystals, healing crystals, on a daily basis. That would work. Uh, Lee says, I've had four eggs a day for five years. It started as a way to lose weight, but seems to have cured my hay fever, so I'll continue doing it. Oh, wow. That's what about groundbreaking. That? The butterfly effect. Uh, this person here says, picking up on your uh, daily breakfast ritual, uh, Richie, he says, I have a full farrier's breakfast. Half a grapefruit, two Weetabix with banana and honey, followed by two poached eggs and an avocado on whole grain toast, washed down with a cup of tea. It is often said it's the most important meal of the day. 
day, got to do it. And, and if you're going to be putting shoes on horses for the rest of the day, you need to be filled up in the morning. Chris supporting you with a lemon love. He says, I'm with you on this. I eat a whole lemon. What, like an apple? That's what Just, like, he's saying. Bite into it. Chris in Birmingham. That's next level. Uh, John, your routine? Uh, yeah, well, it's not my routine. It would be uncle's routine. Uh, you were adamant that if you uh, swallow toothpaste after brushing, uh, you're not badly. Okay, so let's let's, just, you know. let's go back on this a second and get the details for sure here. So your uncle, what was his name? Uh, uncle Les, he were called. And Uncle Les used to swallow the toothpaste after brushing his teeth, and then he never got ill. I'm not saying he never got ill, but he uh, he was adamant that he wasn't ill. It's <laughs> <laughs> a tiny difference between the two. Yeah. He asked me he asked me to try it, but I never did. I okay. think you might have uh, made the wise decision because uh, a, a cursory look here suggests it's unwise to ingest great quantities of toothpaste. <laughs> well, maybe we're only doing it once a day in the morning. You never know. This is it. And, and is, is he... Is he? How is he now? Is he all right? He's fine. He's in his 70s. He's uh, up and about. He plays badminton every week. He's uh, yeah, a very fit man. It he's, might be... Uh, I think might, 73, I think. 73, going, still going strong, eating toothpaste on a daily basis. And he's playing great badminton. Yep, there you go. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Right, it's home time, it's a Wednesday night, midweek games night, we push the boundaries of modern radio with a different game that we make up every week. Tonight, it's the return of an old favourite, it's Can Off. Yes, it's been missed, so it is back. You are playing for a much sought-after home time tea towel. If you can tell us correctly what this is a can of. A fresh sound has been recorded. It's the sound of a can of something being opened up and emptied into a bowl. But what is it? Quite simply, a can of. Listen carefully. Oh, oh my. Oh. Oh. That's disgusting. You were horrified by this can, weren't you? I was. I was absolutely repulsed by it. Now, as you can hear from the sound effects, it's resisting coming out, isn't it? It don't want to come out. It really didn't. It really didn't. And then when it did, it went all over me hand as well. What an afternoon we've had. Do you want to listen one more time? Yes, please. What's this a can of? I feel like the entirety of tonight's show has illustrated why we didn't win the award last night <laughs> at the Radio Academy. Uh, Brett said semolina. It ain't semolina. Meatballs in gravy, says someone else. Not that either. Let's uh, let's go to the phones. Who's this? It's Rachel. Rachel, you sound like you're urgent. You've got that kind of fire in your belly that you know the answer to this. It's refried beans. Refried beans? I've had that a couple. Is that the Mexican thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not refried beans. Dagnamit. <laughs> Good to have you on, though. OK, cheers. Hello, home time. Who's this? It's Katie Gleason. Katie, and where are you right now in, in the world? I am currently up, going up the Wirral to go home after work. Going up the where? The Wirral, I think. Wirral. She's up the Wirral. <laughs> Uh, Katie, uh, before you get up the Wirral, uh, tell us what came out the can. It sounds to me like a can of mushy peas. Oh! oh! What about that? We waited weeks for the previous can off to go, and you've just got it on the second guess. I know that's so. It's a pain when you're trying to get it out into the container for the microwave. 
That's it. Uh, do you have mushy peas if you have your, your fish and chips? Because Richie wouldn't touch you with a barge pole. Oh, of course. Got to be done with vinegar. Absolutely. Well, uh, Katie, congratulations. A home-time tea towel is coming up the Wirral. Yay! Any other business? Any other business? A chance for you to get in touch with us 24 hours a day, whatever day of the week, uh, by emailing us, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, anything that you've heard on the show, probably most likely during our daily takeaway, you can email anytime, and we'll take up your points in any other business. Damien Barlow has done just that. He says Bush and Ritchie. Uh, and, we, and this is the thing we were talking about the other day about getting stuff in your eye. Do you oh, remember? yes. i got a fly in my eye. Yes. Uh, he says, Bush and Ritchie, to celebrate leaving a job, I filled a balloon with giant glitter grains and had my wife film me popping it in slow motion, leaving behind a huge mess in the office, which I could, could not get cleaned up, so I left it behind. Karma caught up with me around six weeks later when I realised why my, my eye had been feeling so itchy and sore all the time. Apparently a piece of glitter had been living there in my eye all that time and finally had fallen out. So he adds, cool video, bad eye. What a, what a showbiz injury. <laughs> Richie's Daily Takeaway. There's the show. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, if, uh, we've just got to go back to Richie's uh, mild inconvenience at the very start. You were sharing right. about the, this this night out um, palaver that you got going on the yeah. Do you know what I love about you guys is that, and, and, get, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this, what I like about you guys is that you have not tip for tat nights out, but if one of you has a night out, the other one has a night out. Oh, yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. Know, so you, you were out with us at the awards last night. Yes. So Nat, Natalie's going out this evening. Yes. Oh, well, with, with our tip for tat night out system, there is a 24 hour expiry on it. <laughs> <laughs> the other person has to claim theirs within 24 hours. <laughs> Love that. If you've got a weird arrangement with someone that you live with, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. No offence.